true lovers, what will we do? The drive-ins have disappeared. The campfires refuse to burn. The peep shows were never not a problem. And when's the last time you heard a viewfinder click? And as for poor Saturday morning, not to mention Saturday night. Oh, true lovers and fellow travelers. What are we to do? What can you do? But pitch your head to the big inky beyond and demand. Tell me a story, you son of a bitch. And as if by magic, ancient neon fires up. A campfire crackles, quarters drop and wheels turn in glorious anthem. There's one place left, true lovers. They are calling attendance. There's a place for you. But do you dare step inside? the date. The 31st. I guess it would be again, eventually. Tell me, do they still have Halloween? Don't of course me. Lots of things have gone away. Vinyl records, personal space. Not everything is for always. But Halloween. They still let... So kids and costumes and candy and tricks and pumpkins and candy and fake blood and... I remember. Do you remember? When we didn't? That year when there was no Halloween? When... When he took it away? Shh! Don't say his name. They never found him. He could be anywhere, even... You're right. <laughs> I'm being silly. Go on. Say his name. Say the name of the fifth dentist. <laughs> Didn't think so. Some of you are too young to remember, but I remember. I remember the Halloween with no Halloween. It was quiet. It was the most quiet. I couldn't remember it ever being so. Quiet. And never so still. Not even the air moved, no cricket chirped. The houses were too frightened to creak. Say what you will about how we got there. But it was wonderful. There had never been an October 31st free from disturbance, and yet... Nothing. No. 
a sneaker sloughing on sidewalk, not a giggle from a gaggle of ghouls, not a boo or a bang or a boom, for there was not a trickster or treat about. It was just a night. I stood in my house and soaked it all in. It was something like triumph. They did it. They actually did it. He did it. A new night was upon us. This deserved a celebration. A small one. Knowing what was coming, I had taken the precaution of secreting away a small bag of Halloween candy months before the ban went into effect. You have to plan ahead. That's how progress keeps. The bag was full of fun-sized, various branded treats. A seemingly small sin to even the most moral amongst us, but tonight it was doubly dubious. Were I to be caught with this on this new night, even the most sadistic scribe would not dare dictate my doom. And yet, I drew a fun-sized from its package and decadently drew it to my open orifice when... At first, I didn't even recognize the sound. What even could that be, even? My memory slowly came back. It was a doorbell. But doorbells were strictly forbidden on this night that was no longer this night. I remained frozen. While I had recalled what made the sound, I could not for the life of me remember what I was supposed to do upon hearing it. My muscles tensed, waiting to be told what to do. My fun size remained inches from my salivating mouth. This strange sound had rendered me completely useless. As if on autopilot, my legs glided towards the front door. Thank goodness for muscles' memory. My hand reached for the doorknob and twisted it unsealing the door from the wall and revealing no one nothing just a silent new night i was confused how could this be there were no trick-or-treaters anymore and no one was allowed out after dark so who could have rung my bell no one that's who it was merely a trick i had played on myself as i was about to enjoy my fun-sized treat yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'll have to report myself in the morning, but only after I'd actually enjoyed my little contraband. I resumed my earlier position, setting my candy hand on a crash course with my mouth. It would be even sweeter after this little interruption. After this, two little interruptions. This time, I wasted no time remembering what one does with a ringed doorbell. I stormed to the door and tore it open and... Once again, there was nobody there. <gasps> Could it be a ghost? <gasps> <laughs> no, 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 no. They'd been banned as well. Whatever it was, they were messing with the wrong guy, I said to myself so whoever they were wouldn't hear me and take it as a challenge. Confident in my non-confrontation, I shut the door, resolved now to finally enjoy my candied contraband in peace. I raised up 
the perishable themed confection, tore the wrapper from it, which I admittedly forgotten on the previous attempts, and favoring satisfaction over savoring, I plunged the confection to its final destination. The sugary tip made quantum contact with my tongue. That did it. What did it do? It! Forbidden or not, I would enjoy this candy, and nothing, nobody, and or no one would interfere ever again. There was no one at the door. And that's when it dawned on me. I knew who was at my door. Who was ringing my doorbell. Who would dare break curfew and the new knight's order to play a terrifying trick on poor me. The man responsible for all this. He knew what I was doing. How I'd never know, but of course he knew. He knows what you put in your mouth. Who? Who was he? Why, he was... the fifth dentist. And he knew what I had done. You don't remember when he appeared. He was always there, hidden among them. Five out of five, dentists agree. Five out of five, dentists recommend. No questions. There was agreement, completion. No questions. If it was on it, it was good. Food, gasoline, pets, five dentists. How could something even get made without their consent? And then he struck. No one noticed. Stores took their first deliveries of the week. Suddenly, there was no five out of five. It was four out of five. But still, no questions. But! There should have been questions. Surely such a change in the status quo would frighten even the bravest. Where were the inquiries? The investigations? The theories? Of course, some people noticed. The experts. But what do they know? Oh, if only they'd made you listen. But how could you? It seemed such a minor change. Not even a change. Five dentists, four dentists. No difference. If only you'd asked. It would have saved me so much torment. If only one of you had asked, Who is this fifth dentist? But it was already too late. First a fifth dentist. Then the fourth. The third. Suddenly the majority was agreed in disagreement. The power so balanced before now was wielded by an unknown... The third and fourth dentists were puppets, merely empowered to indulge by someone with a plan, a brain, a destiny. The fifth dentist was a moral oralist and had plotted for years to seize the mouths of the nation. And a surprising number of citizens would offer up their open mouths, waiting desperately, pantingly for fulfillment. And so no one was really paying attention when the fifth dentist put forth a modest proposal. What if we cancelled Halloween? For the sake of the morals of the nation, not to mention its molars, this thing would be done. 
Who could object? The children. Of course the children would object. That was the very problem the fifth dentist wished to solve. The very heart of the country's corruption was its children. And their low holy day was all Hallow's Eve. What elegance, what simplicity. So a special election was arranged for the spring, thus making sure, even if the children rose up en masse, they could accomplish nothing. There were enough angry adults in the country that needed an outlet. Outlawing something they saw as entitlement or decadent or other was a great way to fire up the base. The proposition passed. It didn't, but due to an arcane piece of parliamentary technicality, it passed. And suddenly, there was no more Halloween. No one knew what it meant. But shortly after, the change in tradition began. Candy was seized from store and factory. Production on that year's candy corn was halted and the raw materials sold to defense contractors at a discounted rate. The mask makers of America were rounded up under anti-terrorist provisions hidden in the proposition bill. Bedsheet and linen makers were presented with new regulatory standards so that all ghost material would be rendered either uncomfortable or uncuttable. Curfews were instituted in late August. The devil cannot have his night if there are no idle hands about. And in September, with the start of school, the separations began. Special uh, facilities were built for the children so that they wouldn't hurt themselves when the night in question came, and they could be processed accordingly when and if they were returned to their parents. I never should have crossed the children. There was still no one at the door. I stood on my porch, not even trying to hide my illicit indiscretion, holding it up proudly like a signal lantern. Come and get me, I might as well have shouted into that so silent and sinister new night. But who would defy the fifth dentist? Who would dare a trick that would end only in trauma, never treats? Who in all their idiocy and immorality would taunt the very titan out of his... Hello? Hello. Who is this? Who dares? We do. We dare. And who is you? We are the children, Mr. Dentist. And we are the future. I am the future. There is no destiny but what I make. I am invincible! You know, Mr. Dentist, you really shouldn't leave your door open. All kinds of terrible terrors might get in. <laughs> Bye-bye. They'd gotten into the house. They were everywhere, tearing into every secret space and stash the fifth dentist had carved out for his corruptions. <laughs> Who? Whom? Whom do you think? The children. The wretched, horrible, youthful future. I dismissed them. 
I'd imprisoned them. I'd done everything I could to clean their filthy, immoral, nasty little mouths. But they just had to have their sweeties and treaties. And now they had come for mine. They knew where all the cavities, all the secrets were. They went straight to their work. Little hands digging through the crevices of my home and work. They found it all. Blackmail dossiers. Contraband confectionaries that would put that uneaten fun size to such shame. Membership cards for less than savory secret salivary societies. And the paperwork. Every deal. Every contract. Every book that put the lie to my... To the fifth dentist's endeavors. Closed the costume stores through eminent domain, then leased them to school uniform retailers at a ridiculous markup. Raid the candy factories, seize the ingredients in the machines through civil forfeiture, then use the resources to form shell companies to funnel money for shady investments in bootleg candies that cause cavities and other oral nightmares so that our colleagues in the underground can make a fortune from their speakeasy dentistries frequented by those who can't go to a legitimate dentist for fear of being turned in, again at a ridiculous markup. Oh, why did I write it all down? And now these bemasked beasts in their homemade and therefore much more disturbing costumes frolicked and tricked in the mess of my former triumph. I closed my eyes. What else could be done? Perhaps a moment's sensory deprivation would be the thing, uh, the absence of this maelstrom, the place where a plan could form. Perhaps these children would like a taste. Yes, I'll offer them a percentage. All they need to do is go away and forget what they found here. Ha <laughs> ha! This could work. I opened my eyes and... I never in my life thought one could see silence, but I saw it that night. In the mere moment I had closed my eyes, they had completed their trick and left with all my treats. I stood there alone in a ransacked house. It was the most calm I've ever felt. It was the moment before the grenade, the bomb goes off, and you finally accept that there was nothing you could have done. It was always going to end in explosion. The morning papers would have it all. Front page, then the six o'clock would spend the whole hour. Then the calls, the subpoenas, the protests, the subcommittees. Scandal, that trollop! I couldn't bear to be judged the way I had judged. It's not fair! Whoever came up with consequences should be shot! Ha! How's that for consequences? And so... I ran into the night, and kept running, until I stopped here. I must apologize. I know this is not how you wished to spend your evening, gagged and tied to a chair in your living room, while a disheveled intruder tells a bizarre and implausible tale. But I must impress upon you that terrifying the citizenry is not my intent. I came to deliver a warning. Beware the children. Beware the future.
Unbeknownst and unassuming, we have let them into our homes and our hearts with no thought to their true intentions. Not that it would matter. Feed them, clothe them, try to teach them what you can. But whatever you do, stay out of their way. If you're trying to scoff under that gag, if you're the type to stand in the way of the future just on principle, I urge you, save your stupid bones. They, them, the children, the future cannot be stopped. They're already here. And we brought it on ourselves. I'll go now. Do you... No, you wouldn't, would you? Well, I guess there's no harm in trying, I guess. You wouldn't happen to have any candy, would you? <laughs> Trick or treat? That's right, true lovers. The future can't be stopped, and Halloween will always win. Even this year, especially this year, when masks are mandatory and the right and sexy thing to do. The diorama this week was entitled, The Fifth Dentist. It was written, read, recorded, and wrought by Ryan McClary, which is me. Hello. I hope you'll join us here in the Aural Dark for the next few weeks as we reveal all the depths and delicacies the Diorama has to offer. You can find us at die-orama.com. That's die-orama.com. That's right, on the internet. There's more secret chambers and tantalizing tales to come. You can also hopefully find us on Apple Podcasts if you're not already listening to us there. That's right, Apple Podcasts, the big time. If you like what you've heard, again, hopefully on Apple Podcasts, give us a rating and leave a little note or comment. In the great wilderness of future radio, every little help helps. On your way, fellow travelers. But we'll see you here next week. Why don't you double-dog dare a friend or sexy enemy to come along and trick-or-treat the diorama. The diorama. <laughs>